0: Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. And this week on the show, I am joined by Rose for a game of Good Strong Hands. Good Strong Hands, currently on Kickstarter, check the show notes for a link, is a fantasy table role-playing game about uh, fantastic creatures and their human allies battling to save the world of Reverie from destruction by the faceless malevolent force of the Void. It is uh, inspired by stories like uh, The Never Ending Story, The Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, all stories that are very close to my heart. Um, It is very whimsical and fantastical and wonderful, but with a real sense of like resisting uh, corruption and resisting, you know, uh, and fighting against evil and standing up for what is right and what is just. It's dope. It's a really fun game. I had a great time playing it. I can't wait for you to hear it. I think you're really going to dig it. It is currently on Kickstarter. It is already funded. Go check the show notes for a link. Go back the game. Go get your own copy. It's great. I can't recommend it enough. Check the show notes for more information. Rose is a role player, a podcaster, a mental health advocate, the host of What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD, a podcast that explores the challenges and blessings of ADHD as it relates to everyday life as well as a guest on a variety of other RPG streams and podcasts, you can find all of Rose's links and all of her information in the show notes. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so excited to be sitting down with Rose. Rose, thank you so much for coming on Party of One.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Ah, uh, I'm excited to have you. This is going to be fun. I'm really like we've been got talking through character stuff for the game and I've read through the game and I'm I think this is going to be very, very fun. I'm very, very excited.
1: It's going to be such a great adventure. I'm I'm hyped.
0: Good, good. That makes two of us. I'm I'm feeling <laughs> the energy. This is going to be great. Real quick, before we jump into our game, why don't you take a minute to tell the lovely listeners at home anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about?
1: All right. Um. So in general... I am a, I'm an actor, an improviser, a content creator, and just like big, big nerd, um, But one of them, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So one of the main things that I've been working on is I'm a mental health advocate and neurodiversity advocate. So I, uh, produce and record and edit and do social media and stuff for this podcast called, what was I saying? Living with ADHD. And it's basically, uh, day to day, we talk about different topics and it's not medical advice. Neither of us are doctors, but it's really just about building a community and showing everybody that uh, struggles with mental health, or ADHD, any type of uh, neurodiversities that we're not alone. Um, and, and while I am actually currently taking a break from that, just because life got a bit overwhelming, uh, the podcast is still going and we've got a lot of really fun topics and episodes. We do challenges where we do things like Gardening or taking the SAT from like thirty bajillion years ago, which is not fun, but can be a I, funny episode. I can't
0: imagine that's an enjoyable <laughs> experience.
1: But we do it because it's just a cool experiment. Um, so definitely check that out. And uh, you can find I have a I have a Twitter. So if I'm you can find me on Twitter at smileyrosie with four Y's at the end, and I has info about all of the little things that I do.
0: Fantastic. So this week, uh, we are playing Good Strong Hands by Craig Campbell. Um, it is, at the time of this episode's release, currently on Kickstarter. Um, so go you can find a link of that in the show notes. Go back it and play it. Uh, the premise of this game, I'm just going to read it straight from the book because I feel like it does a good job of summing it up. Many ages have passed in a land of reverie. Kingdoms rose and fell. Folk came to power and then lost that power. Population swelled, moved, changed, and settled into familiar realms. Scholars have long believed Reverie is a world of cycles. These cycles are seen in the rise and fall of kingdoms, the migrations of animals, the change in seasons, the growth of populations, and in their eventual demise. And it is true, Reverie is a world of cycles, and an important cycle is about to begin again. Many important events mark Reverie's history, but none is more important than the arrival of the Void. This faceless, malevolent force is entropy and destruction incarnate. Once every few centuries, it rises, threatening to destroy Reverie. The void constantly creeps at the edge of Reverie. It is a slithering, nasty void, and it reaches out, straining to touch every part of the world. Its tendrils have once again started to eat away at the edges of Reverie. If the void wins, it will consume this world. It will turn trees to ash. It will render mountains into swamp. It will snuff out all light and bring only itself, only nothingness, to the world of creation. Reverie begins a new cycle. It is one where the void will either consume or destroy the world, or it will be stopped by heroes like you.
1: Dun dun dun. Big so music good.
0: swell. Uh, very, it is a very, this is a game of very kind of uh, fairy tale, sort of labyrinth, dark crystal, uh, Narnia esque fantasy of heroes of all walks of life over defending a world of magic from an overwhelming wave of nothingness.
1: It's so good.
0: I'm really excited. Ah, I'm really, really it's going to be great. It's going to be real good. So why don't you take a moment, now that we've met the world, introduce us to your character, to, to your adventurer.
1: Okay. Um. So my character is with the sky spirit or uh, the sylph, which is one of the playbooks um, mm-hmm. for good strong hands. Uh, she uses she, her pronouns. Uh, she basically just kind of looks like Uh, a translucent, tall, windy, maybe like lightly colorful, like purple, shimmery blue, violet Mm -hmm. kind of colors, just like shifting air. Like if you're not paying that close attention, it would really just look like a ripple on a brick wall. Mm. Um, And uh, yeah, so she's a kind of a loner. She's a little bit, she's, Uh, one of the mechanics of the games is they have fears. So one of her fears is um, like, that she would get hurt by somebody or Mm -hmm. um, be rejected, kind of. So she just tends to avoid people in general, even though wind spirits often travel together. Normally, you don't just see one gust of wind in the tree. There's usually others that follow, but uh, she tends to be a little bit of a loner. uh, And she also... Um, Her other fear, because she is kind of made of air, uh, she does have a bit of a strong aversion to things that smell very strong because like, I mean, they just like become a part of her and it's just like Mm -hmm. all filling It's (laughs) it's unpleasant. <laughs> Very unpleasant to be in an odorous room. And that's like any type of odor. Like it could be something gross or it's like that lady has really strong perfume and I hate it.
0: Yeah. We've I've, we've all been there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's relatable content, you know? Yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> so Sylph are tall, slender, and translucent. You fly like the wind, quick and strong. Your mind swings between extremes of emotion, almost on a whim. You are hard to pin down physically and emotionally. As you mentioned, you are a you are sort of a, a loner, a wanderer. Let me ask you at the very start of our story, um, who and who who is chasing you and why you are we we, we see Sylph on the wind. We get like a sweeping shot of a big forest, big crystal trees. We get a big sweeping shot. And among them, kind of uh, reminiscent of like the speeder bike chase from Star Wars. That sort of first person yeah. perspective we get, perspective of self being chased. Who is chasing? What what magical uh, folk or creature or or what is chasing you? Or who is chasing you, and why?
1: Um, I think she's being chased by um a an evil water spirit type of thing like Mm -hmm. water being Uh, and the reason she's being chased is because that being uh, wants to create a very destructive storm Mm. and is capturing wind spirits in order to do that
0: Mm. so i will say at the start of this uh this is our grand this is the grand climax in this chase scene right like you have just at this mm-hmm. moment, uh at this moment Sylph has freed the other air spirits and this uh this this water being this sort of um kind of a hold on, I need to kind of a muck, like think of a muck from Pokemon, big big kind of mud, like mud <laughs> and water and is just like sloshing and is kind of grabbing at you at this coat on this coastline and is splashing among trees and like chasing after you is it is trying to it is trying to drag you into the lake because uh you have a heart and, and a destiny greater than the other spirits that you have rescued and it wants to it wants it wants to drag you down almost out of vengeance.
1: That's however,
0: tell me however, I'm pretty sure you're you're able to escape this chase without harm.
1: Yeah, I I have a um talent called speck of the wind. Uh, which uh the talent is you are incredibly fast, you always catch what you're chasing and can't be caught by someone or something chasing you, uh not even a red cap uh which is another type of creature that lives so in the world.
0: What does it look like as you effortlessly escape this uh this this this
1: water being? yeah, I mean I think it it's like um the She's flying, like, close to the surface of the water, um, and the, and it's rippling under her, and then, like, behind her, it's rippling from the force of the beast, Mm -hmm. from the creature, and, um, and they're, like, darting along the coastline, um, and it, it, I do think it's like a close call because they're both in their element, right? Like, yeah. if the water creature is in the water, it's faster than anything else could possibly be in the water. But as an air and, spirit, and it
0: could be, it could be anywhere around that lake. Like, it can, it can just like, oh, like rise up in one kind of grab, try to grab you in one fluid motion, and you're able to like effortlessly slip out of its grasp.
1: Yeah, and I think there's like a couple of like moments where that happens, like. Uh, it it comes up in various shapes, various harmful shapes and various like it's almost like darting through an obstacle course kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like uh, she's even like having a little bit of fun with it because um, she kind of knows that like she can get away. Um, but then eventually uh, she just like tricks it into trying to go on land. Like they're gathering speed, gathering speed, gathering speed. And then in like A final moment when like she knows it won't be able to stop itself she dives like towards the beach Mm -hmm. and in its attempt to get onto the beach it it's not as fast anymore and it like starts to sink into the dirt and sand Mm.
0: and i think at this moment like the other sylphs that you freed like swirl around you and collectively like kind of carry you up through the trees like as a sort of mutual s- gesture of support like all of you collectively form one of those little like foresty leaf tornadoes you know the ones where Ooh. it's like not a whole like you like collectively the leaves are swirling among you and you all lift up through the trees and there's this moment where treat where like leaves over the canopy of the forest like burst out in an explosion and all of the sylphs kind of dance on the clouds and this is the first time you get a notice of this like uh, group of sylphs they are all holding uh various like instruments and uh one of them's holding a tambourine and a little um i don't remember the name of the little handheld uh harp but one of them is holding the little handheld harp
1: like a like a lute kind no, of like that's a lute a, yeah that's a i don't even i don't know my fantasy instruments you know you know well. the
0: you know the one i'm talking about yeah like i do one I'm of them is holding it one of them is holding a lute, and they've all got these instruments, and um, they're kind of gleefully dancing around. There's a lot of, like, they're they're wearing a lot of, like, uh, festive beads and, and ribbons, and they're all very kind of decked out for, like, a celebration. And uh, one of them, I think the youngest looking of them kind of swirls around you and giggles and is like, so where to next, Traveler?
1: Um, with kind of shrugs and like as like there's a lot of commotion like there's like dust in the air so you can see like the outline of all of them um and so she just kind of shrugs and says I don't know wherever the wind may take me I guess uh
0: and I think um I think they kind of they they they, they sort of float backwards and they're like well well if you make your way if you make your way to Tolan's verse that's where that's where the gang and I are headed my name is phone by the way um
1: <laughs> phone
0: uh they smile and they're like you know we're headed to Tolan's verse they're hosting the they're hosting the storytelling festival the music and poetry and stories and everything I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be magical you've never heard something quite as wonderful as Every musician, every every one, every musician in Reverie playing their song at the same time, and that music echoing out through the world. That and sounds think,
1: magnificent.
0: And I think with that, like, they, uh, they 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 giggle a little bit, and they're like, "Well, um, you can come with us, or you can come on your own." But uh, I don't think this is something that you'd want to miss. And they all kind of start to, as a group, like they 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 do the thing where they start kind of. Um, They're sylphs, so they're floating and they're flying and they're kind of floating amongst each other like fish in the air. Mm -hmm. But like they're clearly doing it slowly to like you leave the decision of whether you come with them or you go after them up to you. You know, the thing where you kind of consciously walk slow where you're like, you're going to come or not?
1: Yeah. And I I think like they're walking slowly. And then uh, when that character turns around again, Mm -hmm. Whiff is gone.
0: I love it. And you've you've disappeared, and we we cut to Toland's verse. It is um, very uh, like it's all very. Let's see what 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 do we think? What's what what town aesthetic pops into your head at this moment? Like what's what is a what's what's the what's the look? What's the look of the village like?
1: So town aesthetic. Yeah. Ah, um, uh, maybe like. I mean, is it, I think maybe like, um, party town vibes, but like fantasy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And like a visually I picture, I don't know, like the Ewok village popped into my head, I think, as I referenced Star Wars earlier. So it's like, yeah, it's like tree huts and they're like, it's like elaborate tree houses and they're connected by like tunnels and kind of, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, like there are train tracks between, uh, between sort of tree houses Mm-hmm. And everything is covered in ribbons, the same kind of ribbons and beads and bells. And it's all very decked out. Like it is everything, everything has uh, little pieces hanging from it. Everything has little bits of decoration hanging from it. And it is all uh, very elaborately decorated.
1: I I have, can I add something?
0: Yeah, please. Always. I think
1: it's like one of those uh, towns where like when you walk, through the street it doesn't matter where you are there's always some kind of music playing but like they Mm. can be vastly different like you know how sometimes when you walk down like a subway area there's like people playing in the um Mm -hmm. in the tunnels and stuff like that so like you'd walk past one and it would echo for just long enough until you get to the next one
0: yes very much so um, I love, yeah, that's a very specific aesthetic that is very close to my heart. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you one question because, um, Tolan's verse is fairly well known. Like, this is like, this is a, this is a place that you've heard of before. You know, the legend of Tolan and, and their verse. Who was Tolan?
1: Um, I think Tolan was a faun. Hmm. Uh, which is another type of mm-hmm. character in the game uh, which is basically a for it's like a half goat person mm-hmm. um that with a penchant for performance um and I think that uh Tolan was a fawn that broke the stereotype of fawns which is like that they're like very um haughty and like or performers ha- mm. fond performers uh that they're like haughty and kind of like rolling in money from their art and like all of yeah. that stuff uh but tolan like wrote music that spoke to people's hearts
0: I love that I, I the 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 musical aesthetic the musical vi- the musical that I hear hear that is very um it's very a little bit bluegrassy, but it's very specifically just like big band mm-hmm of like the kind of thing where like there's just 37 people with different instruments. And like yes. that was the kind of music that Tolan wrote was very much like, you know, we're g- it, jam band, I think is a good way to mm-hmm. describe it of like of like bring the instrument that you have. And, we'll m- and like so that the music is very expansive. And I think the magic of it is exactly what phone described of like every, you know, once once all once everyone gathers for this, like this, this concert you can hear the music anywhere in the world. Like that. all of those music blur together and for a brief moment, they are perfectly in sync and it's all one like harmony. Yeah. And you can hear it anywhere in the world.
1: And feel it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That said, so what goes through, what is going through Wiff's mind when you arrive in Colin's verse and the noise that you hear is the sound is the hollow hum and slight tinny screech of a subway car creaking through a tunnel and that is the only sound you hear and it is it is heavy it is pervasive and echoing and it's just that like that hollow hum with that slight metally metally like screech underneath and that's it like you hear no animals, you hear you hear no sounds of footsteps. You just hear hollow hum, metal 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 creak.
1: Um. Well, the visual is definitely like rippling air, like when you can mm-hmm. see like the heat coming off of a uh of a boiling water kind of like that image. Um. Uh, but whiff is just like. I think she just feels like cold wash over her. Mm. Um, And she probably ducks behind something like just by instinct Mm -hmm. um, before peering around to take a closer look before like going traversing the walls or traversing like the border of the of the of the village of the town.
0: And I think um, as you look around, I'm going to call this a challenge. I think you're trying to get a handle. Ooh. You're trying to and do a little bit of investigation. I'm going to call this a challenge.
1: Ooh. Challenge. All right. So
0: here we go. Um, let me find the actual rules. <laughs> this is my note that it's edited. All right. So. You are going to make a trait check. Trait checks are how you want to uh, what you want to do when you are accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when this is when you are trying to accomplish something significant. Um, what I will say is uh, there will be consequences for failure here, um, and those consequences will be that your snoop. You'll find out. You'll find information, but you are snooping around will be noticed. That's how I will okay. describe it on a failure. Yeah. Um, I will describe, I will say this is probably a mind check, because this is mental, intellectual, this is knowledge, reasoning, wisdom, senses. Yeah. And so you're going to roll a number of six-sided dice equal to your mind trait.
1: Yeah. Um, I have three, and I think I'm going to stick with that, um, because it doesn't feel like it's not like a sticky situation at this point. Um, yeah,
0: I think that feels I think that feels right. Yeah.
1: All right. Here and we go. I'm gonna
0: set that I'm gonna set the, the the target number is four. I don't think this is particularly difficult. Like I don't think you're being actively looked for. Yeah. So we'll stick with we'll stick with a tr- uh, a, a number of four. I I could up that to five or six if it was particularly challenging.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I think um I think we'll stick with three for now. We'll stick with three dice at a difficulty of four.
1: Okay, that sounds good to me. All right, here and we go. So first you're gonna, roll. You're,
0: so you're going to roll those dice, and uh, what you want is for one or more of th- those dice to roll a four or better.
1: Okay. All right. This is it. First roll. I got a five. That's better than four. But that's it. That's all I got. That's the you only got good one five? I got. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's actually ideal. That's actually perfect. You may mark one spirit. Uh, Spirit is is your spirit. It is how how sort of uh, intensely you are, how sort of empowered you are, and heroic you are, and like your ability to recover from wounds and resist the void and do all of these wonderful things. Um, You have succeeded at your task. Exactly. Describe how you are sneaking around and how you avoid being how how. Describe to me exactly what you want and how you want to find it out.
1: Oh, okay. Um I want to find out um where all the music is. Like where okay. like what happened to the festival. Okay.
0: Um yeah. So what you are able to find.
1: Slash also where all the people are, but mostly the music.
0: <laughs> so you're able to find people very quickly.
1: Oh you're able okay. to
0: find people very quickly. Um you actually see some folk walking around. It is a fawn and a brownie. Okay, are strolling. Uh, the the fawn is care is wearing a gigantic tuba, and the brownie is holding two of the is holding is holding some maracas, and mm-hmm. they're they're wandering and they're talking and they're shaking them and all you're hearing you hear and they're 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 shaking the maracas and the, you know you see the fawn like blow hard into the tuba and nothing hollow hum screech of metal coupled with the um the sound of like when you're underwater and like there are waves under the water and they kind of float by your ears mm. that yeah. sort of you hear that kind of like underwater ripple sound <laughs> and like there are clearly people around right like you see like you you're you're floating around you see like a human wearing like a leather jacket and jeans and combat boots is sitting in a tree and is like writing on a paper and like kind of like looks around and like says something. And it's just more of that kind of um, ripple effect noise. It is clear that there are people here. It is clear that people came here for the, for the concert and something it has to be related to the void has magically like blocked out the noise in the world
1: do the do the people seem to know that that's happening or do they yeah, they, so they they do
0: everyone yeah they definitely seem to know like you're watching this brownie and this fawn and they blow and they're just crestfallen right like like it's it's clearly they're clearly like doing their instruments hoping that they can change something and like you feel you feel in your heart as much as anyone's the disappointment that comes with that that knowledge that like there simply is no sound here there's no music there's no that it, it's and it's 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 this feeling of like there should be music here and it is being it is being overtaken right like it is that you know like you being you being air like like you said like you can feel it right like you could feel it like rippling on the wind you being air like you can feel the vibrations on the wind So it's not even so much. And so it's not even so much that there is not sound. It's just that like this hollow hum is louder than is somehow louder than everything. It's not causing you pain, but it has simply drowned out every other sound.
1: Okay. Uh, That's sad. Okay.
0: That's, that's what you're here to stop. That's, that's that's the obstacle.
1: (laughs) All right. So, um, I think that the next thing that I want to do is try to talk to one of the musicians maybe but like look for one that doesn't isn't surrounded by people or like in a band or anything like that preferably like a young or one that maybe is like like a kid aged musician that's very specific.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's very specific, which honestly I like because it helped me uh, create a character in my head immediately. Um, you are able to very quickly find a uh, you are able to very quickly find a, a wild kin, which is half fae and half small woodland creature. Um, there okay. is like a, a literal kid musician, which is to say like a child goat musician. <laughs> um,
1: like banging oh, that's good
0: thank you right i'm proud of that one <laughs> banging symbols together and all you're hearing is that kind of ripple effect but like banging symbols together and just like throwing a child tantrum because you know he is banging these these symbols together and it is nothing
1: <laughs> um i'm gonna like uh sit down like uh n- near him and like maybe pick up one of the instruments around his feet and like uh fiddle with it a little bit and and kind of uh just casually like try to insert myself into the into the tantrum as if like I was always a part of the frustration and like just be like yeah man it I mean I'm not very charismatic so I'm just like yeah man it's just really It sucks that none of these are working.
0: Well, and it's, it's funny that you say that because like, um, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you for a heart roll here
1: Okay. because
0: I think like what is, I think what you find when you try to like vocalize your, uh, your frustration and vocalize your, 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 your feelings, when you try to lean on your charm a little bit, you find that like what comes out is, and This. Sounds reasonable for for whiff, but it's also odd is that it is like the sound of like a wind like you don't you know, you you go to speak and that hum is all you hear like oh. your your voice, your words are themselves sort of muffled. And like so like there's this there's a moment and I'm going to call this a heart check where it's going to take like connecting with this person like directly in a nonverbal way to, to get them to, 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 to share with you?
1: Yeah. Um, I think, how do I utilize one of my anchors? Do, 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 can they give me a boost or something like uh, that? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll call that a boost.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, because I was going to say like, um, if I do the, if I mirror his motion yep. to like show, because one of my anchors is empathetic mm-hmm. to kind of just show that like we're all in the same boat. Um,
0: oh, yeah, for sure. I'll give you an extra dice on that. That's, yeah. a, that's definitely an advantageous situation. So go ahead um, and roll four dice.
1: Is that a spirit? Does that cost a spirit to do that?
0: Um, no, no, that's just okay. you. That's, you're actually going to gain a point of spirit for that because you, uh, you're acting in a way that benefits that is, that is related to one of your anchors.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I gotta figure, how, do I, how do I spend spirit? We'll have to talk I, about that after I make I have this a whole,
0: uh, while you While you grab your dice together, I can explain.
1: Okay, I love that.
0: So here, there are a few things that you can spend spirit on to answer your question. You can spend a point of spirit to avoid marking shadow when you success, when you succeed with a boon, when you do really, really well, really, really heroic things in good strong hands, the void reaches out to you and tries to, tries to we, like worm its way into your mind. You can, you can use your spirit to like push that away. Okay. You can also spend spirit to activate your talents. Uh, some, some of your talents will require you to spend a point of spirit. You can also yeah. spend your spirit to use minor magic. You being a sylph have access to air magic, so if you ever just want to do something kind of slightly magical with uh with the air, like you can spend a point of spirit to do that. Okay. And you can also spend spirit to improve your trait uh, trait checks. To you can spend a one point of spirit to just add an extra dice to a trait check. Those are your ways to spend spirit during play.
1: Okay, is am I the only person that can't talk? Like, have I heard other people talking?
0: You know what? Like, you didn't piece it together because you were so focused on the, um, you were so focused on the that sort of hum earlier. Like, mm-hmm. you were so focused on understanding what happened that you realized that you watched those uh, those people talk. You watched those people. I, I won't say talk, but like, try to talk at one another and like, like clearly, like, not communicate.
1: Okay. Oh nuts! <laughs> okay, I got my dice.
0: All right, give me those. Give me those dice.
1: What's the difficulty? I guess
0: uh, the difficulty here we'll say is a five. No, we'll call this a four. I don't think this is a five.
1: Okay, cool. Rolling away. Ooh, I got three over four.
0: Okay, great. So anytime you roll more than one success, here's what's going to happen you got two or more successes, which means uh, you get success with a boon. You have done something extremely heroic. Like you have, you have, you have exceptionally succeeded at your task. You may describe how you go above and beyond. I will walk you through what, what that means, because as this happens, I think like, as you are, you are mimicking the movements of this tantrum throwing child. And like, I think a few other people are starting to notice And like are starting to like are starting to like just kind of sit back and watch as this is happening. uh, A voice that is different than yours floats on the wind and not a wind that you're familiar with because, you know, the wind Mm
1: -hmm. this is
0: this wind is not this is not the normal wind. And this voice on the wind is not the normal voice on the wind. So. You want to. Unite the people you want to lead the people you want you want to rally an army is that it is that it hero you want to you want to gather up a a big strong posse and be the gang leader is that what you're after hero because we can make that happen if that's what you want as the void tempts you for being adept and heroic Mm
1: -hmm. so let me
0: ask you a question would you like to mark one shadow or spend one spirit to resist that?
1: I think in this context um I think that I would spend a spirit. Okay. Um
0: how do you how do you brush off the void?
1: Um I think as kind of like images uh she's she's playing i think what sh- what's happening is her and the child like they start out like mimicking um she starts out mimicking him right like mm-hmm. his stomps his his head shakes and then like eventually it becomes like the other way around and she's like helping um him kind of like um calm down a little bit and then when that voice happens uh it disrupts that and the kid starts to tantrum again Mm -hmm. Um, but then um, maybe she just reaches out just puts a hand out on she sees the images in her head of like all that power that she could have and how it could possibly be exactly what she needs to fix this situation but then when she opens her eyes she sees the kid there and he's throwing the tantrum Hmm. and like that's what She realizes, like, that's why I was doing this was to help that one kid not create an army.
0: And I think, um, I think, as that happens, there's a moment like you you focus on on the child, and the two of you are in sync, and the two of you are, are are moving together, and he calms down, and the people kind of gather around, and for a moment, and for a moment, like he he stops and he just smiles at you, and like you kind of. Like you expect that kind of ripple. You expect that kind of rippling feeling of like hearing, but of like that, that sort of underwater wave ripple. But then you hear as clear as day. Hey, thanks. I thank you. I appreciate that. And, Ah! and he smiles and you, you hear him as clear as day. And suddenly the people around you start to start to speak and they can kind of start to hear each other as well. And it's, it's spotty, right? Like it comes and goes. It, it feels like a, like a, it feels like a phone call with bad reception. Bits of it are dropping out, but like people are hearing each other. I love that. So, yeah. Um, you have made this connection and with a little bit of, with a little bit of magic and a little bit of empathy, as opposed to sort of fear and isolation, you have sort of overcome a bit of this, this magical silence.
1: I think though, uh, as soon as like people start to gather around, um, uh, with kind of starts to fade into the into the shadows a little bit.
0: Ooh, I'm actually going to call this another heart, another heart challenge, and I'm going to say this is made with one disadvantage because you are facing your fear.
1: To like see if I don't do that, or if I can get a to, a- to see
0: if to to, to uh, because because this is sort of your. Your fear, um, yeah, you're going to see if you can, uh, in this moment, if if you, uh, if you can, if you fully flee or if you, if you, if you're able to deal with it on your terms.
1: Yeah. Okay. I like that. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that gives me, so what is a disadvantage to you then?
0: Uh, you take away one dice. So okay. you'd be rolling two dice unless you wanted to spend spirit to add dice to that.
1: Hmm. I'm going not to. I'm gonna. I think that this is hard still, mm-hmm. and it's still early in this event. Like, yeah. she, she's still unsure about this whole like this situation. Is this like the right situation for her to be a hero in? Even though she feels confident in her ability to help people, this is like a very social heroic thing. If she can mm-hmm. do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm gonna just stick with the two dice and see see what happens. Okay, here we go. I got one four.
0: Perfect. You are able. To, you you succeed. What is it? What does it look like? Like you are not overcome with fear.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I you're think, afraid, but you but you act anyway. True yeah. bravery.
1: Um, I think uh, she uh just like takes a deep breath but i think when a sky spirit takes a deep breath it's like different than mm-hmm. other beings cuz they are breath yeah um so it's like it's very like it's just a really long one that like you can just for a moment in her mind there's silence and she can just hear like the calming breath in breath out um and it seems to extend on for forever and then uh, she opens her eyes and uh picks up an instrument and tries to play it
0: and i think um you do this and um same the same hollow hum as you heard before like you you can speak but the music has still been taken away and and sure enough like as soon as you do that like somebody i think this this human sitting in a tree is like it's not gonna work it's not gonna work they took everything and like like somebody else like kind of like uh I think that the 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 brownie kind of throws up a little shout of like hey hey you know what let her try and like there's clearly like arguments happening there's clearly. People are clearly scared and they're clearly frustrated and they're clearly upset with each other and no one knows what is happening, and there's clearly tension in the air. And 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 you know, everybody seems to have been around long enough to have heard the music stop, but getting them to reveal what happened might be a challenge.
1: Yeah. Um hmm. I wanna know who they is. Um, so I think with kind of like wherever the human is sitting in a tree, she like leans on the bottom of it, um, and tries to, uh, oh, 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 I have an ability for this, uh, My four winds ability is calming emotions.
0: Oh, damn. I didn't even, that's like, (laughs) this is like a thing in the adventure as written and I did not even realize you had this ability. Yes, good.
1: Perfect. Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay. So you're going to spend an ability, which means that you're going to spend a point of spirit to activate your magical ability and then tell us what that ability does and what it
1: looks like. Okay, awesome. So my ability is four winds uh, of air magic. And my winds are winds from the east, um, which allows me to calm emotions. Um, and it doesn't say who I can calm emotions on. Whereas one of them says, "Like move, incite rage in anyone or mm-hmm. condition from anyone." So it I'm just says imagining, calm emotions. it's just like a calming aura.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is. It is that feeling when you step outside after a rain. Yeah. And like the wind blows and it's it's like in the summer and there it's hot, but that cool breeze like rushes over you. Yeah. That like flows over the area.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna spend the spirit to create that um that just like feeling of a or like on a that like feeling of a of a cool breeze on a hot day. Kind of.
0: And I think that like the human hops down and she kind of looks in your direct and like she breathes and everybody breathes. And like, there's like an argument happening and it settles and suddenly everyone is calm. Everyone is, is calm and like sort of smiling and like scared, but like breathing and sort of gathers around you because you are clearly the center of calm. Ah, and no. When people are scared, they float to the center of calm.
1: I don't like it. Okay.
0: And, and, and she says, I can tell you what happened.
1: I'm listening. And
0: and she's like, do you, do you seem, you seem uncomfortable. Do you want to take a walk?
1: Um, yeah, that sounds nice.
0: My name's, my name's Christine. What's your name? Whiff. Whiff. And like the two of you kind of break away and everybody is sort of, you know, the, the, everyone is kind of sitting around the child as they're banging on their, their cymbals it's not making noise when everyone is watching and the child is clearly tickled that people are paying attention to him. Aww. Um and Christine is, uh, Christine is like, so here's the, here's the deal. we don't know what happened. Everyone is scared. Everyone is upset. All we really know is that. Trundle hoof took the stage. You know, we were, we were doing our sort of pre concert talent show, Poetry jam, you know, music night, coffee house experience. You know how it is before the big concert. Everybody gets on stage, they do their individual number, and it's fine.
1: Yes, I totally, of course, I <laughs> have definitely been to a concert that's right up my alley. Of
0: course it is. Everybody, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, and, and-
1: so that's like a thing that normal people do. I've definitely done that.
0: It's, it's, you know what? I appreciate, I appreciate the bluff, but you can, you don't have to here. It's fine. I get it. Okay. (laughs) Believe me. I'm not from around here either. Okay. Christina says, it's fine. I'm not from around here either. It's cool. So here's the deal. Before the concert every year, you know, the concert, I'm sure you've heard, it's everybody gets together and we all play the instruments at the same time everybody in the world feels that everybody in reverie hears the song it's awesome you know we don't really have anything like it on earth wherever i'm from it's not important but before that in, in in the couple days before that everybody goes up and does their individual thing it's supposed to be the celebration of like here's who you are on your own it's beautiful and here's who we are together it's even better first concert first day of the concert starts first person walks up it's trundlehoof i guess he's a regular i i don't know he walks up he reads a poem they said that I, I i whoever i talked to said that he comes up and he reads this poem every year and as he's talking static just starts filling our ears and suddenly nobody can suddenly all we hear is static and like we can tell we're speaking like it, it doesn't, but it's just this static is in the air. And we don't know what happened. And everybody got panicked and everybody started pointing fingers and everybody, you know, we couldn't hear what we were saying, but we could tell it wasn't great. And suddenly everybody was angry and suddenly and, and suddenly the whole concert was undone. And, and then you came along and. I guess it took one person being patient to at least cause a little bit of moment of connection. But we're still without the concert.
1: So people stopped listening to each other and then they stopped hearing each other.
0: You know, when you put it like that, yeah, that tracks, that sounds right. I I got to get used to this reverie thing where like, Words have meaning. It's fine. I it's I like it. I'm really getting into it. <laughs> and she seems like visibly jazzed when you said that. Um. So what do we do? What's the game plan?
1: I think. uh, I think I need to talk to Truffle Truffle Truffle. truffle Trun, trundle Trundle hoof. Oh, that makes more sense. I think I need to talk to Trundle Hood.
0: All right, we will, uh, well, uh... Is he here? Are they here? You know what? That's a great question. Nobody really knows where he is.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, we kind he kind of disappeared in the night when everybody was panicking, and nobody's seen him since. Uh, but, uh, we can talk now, so we'll be happy to help you look if you're interested.
1: Yeah, I think, um... When, when is the festival, st- or when does the big event happen? Again, tonight? Midnight. Okay. So there is a bit of a time crunch.
0: You're watching, your view you, and just as you say that, you watch the sun dip below the horizon line, and you know that you have but a few hours. So <sighs> I'm going to call this a challenge. Okay. I'm going to say this is a challenge five, or tra- target number five. I'm going to call this a mind okay. check. Okay. And I'm going to give you a point of advantage because you have the people of, you have the people of Toland's verse helping you out. Since you, since since people are listening now.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to roll those. I've got three mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll roll that. That's three dice plus one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge five, you say? Yes. All right. Here comes the roll. Ugh, that's again i got over i got over again
0: you got two success two or more three two two more hits? yeah excellent perfect um so let me i'm gonna Mysterious ask you this
1: the dark side okay i'm sorry i'm gonna
0: ask you this <laughs> what what part of so you are you are able to suss out um okay yep nope i know exactly what the void the the void voice says that wind that that voice on the wind comes back because like now like you, you we, we see you talking to people right like we see you almost over like dealing with that fear of, of intimacy a little bit and like reaching out to people and the mm-hmm. that fawn and that brownie and that and, and and Christina like people are like talking to each other and like looking around and reporting things back to you. And for another moment you hear in the back of your mind. See, it's not so hard to be a commander. It's not so hard to take control of your forces. You just have to commit. You just have to be willing to use people sometimes. Sometimes people are useful, and so you use them. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good to get what you want because you bossed people around? You're going to find Trundlehoof. I'm going to make sure of that. And I just want you to focus on how good this feels. And then suddenly the wind is gone again.
1: Ooky spooky.
0: Uh, I love evil voices.
1: Ugh, that was good. That was good. I so think I'm like going to take that a, shadow.
0: Take that, take that point of shadow. If I'm you gonna get need to, take to five, shadow. Shado- if you were to get to five shadow, you would, you would take another uh, point, another corruption. And if you take three corruption, uh, you fall to the void and become a fallen hero.
1: Well, dang, I know. Oh boy! Um,
0: so you you arrive at the the hut of Trundlehoof. It is actually not among the trees; is on the ground. It is like uh just kind of an old stone hut, um, uh, and and I think there's a crowd of people with you, and like there is clearly a tension of like, so we just go in there and demand answers, right? Like we just go in there and and, and demand it. What do you say to the crowd?
1: Um trying to so is this like the the consequence of me of the shadow kind of
0: No well um no this is this is this is um uh, because the shadow helped you because because you did so well that the shadow has found an opportunity to like stick a knife in you are now surrounded by an angry mob so I guess yes I guess the answer is yes but you have an <laughs> opportunity to address that consequence before you go in and confront trundlehoof
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to just kind of, uh, try to calm everybody down and say, uh, maybe I like pull out a piece of paper and I'm like, just tell me what you want me to ask him. and, And when I go in, I can ask him for you. Uh, he'll be less overwhelmed that way. And it will, Hopefully you have a better outcome. I am gonna
0: call this a charm roll. <clears throat> and I think your advantage of having uh Christina by your side or like having your back is canceled out by the fact that the crowd is angry. So I'm going to say this is yeah. one dice with an objective of we'll call it four.
1: Okay. Um, I just have one. And... Have I been getting spirit for these successes? I haven't been marketing. Oh, it
0: you have been. So you have like four spirit right now. Okay.
1: I'm going to spend a spirit to add a dice.
0: You can spend multiple spirit if you like.
1: I'm going to just. Okay. I guess. Okay. So if I have four, I'll spend two to bring it up. No, I'll spend one to bring it up to two. Not, I don't want the dark side anymore. <laughs> that wasn't fun.
0: All right. Roll those <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I Rose the player thinks it's interesting, but
0: <laughs> Whiff doesn't like it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I got one success.
0: All right, take a point of spirit. Wait, and it um, was
1: five, right? Yeah, I got a five. So All right, does, is that a success? Okay.
0: Yes, it is. Um, cool, cool. You are able to talk down the crowd. I think. Like, I think. Um, I think there's, there's some initial anger, but like people calm down a little bit. Like once you kind of hand around the paper, people kind of, their senses get the, their senses come back to them a little bit and they write down like, and like the, the notes that people have written down are very heartfelt. They're very uh, personal. They're very candid. They're very like, you know, like I am hurt by this. Like I, like this, this, I was looking forward to this all year. I've traveled a great long distance to come here. Like you have a lot of very heartfelt notes.
1: It's when you, I feel statements. Exactly. Oh, look at them! They're so good at communicating. I know healthy communication.
0: Healthy communication, and you, uh, you take the note and you go inside. And on every corner of uh, Trundlehoof's house, there are medals and trophies and uh, like banners and, and awards. This is clearly like a decorated house of someone that has achieved a lot. And he, he, you actually see him in the corner and he's very stressed and like, he's just furiously fr- scribbling notes and that hum is back. It's louder than ever that, that hum that scree, that metal creaking it's louder than ever. And it seems to be coming from in the middle of the room, a dark, like uh, think uh, one of those metal, the, the metal conductor things where you put your hand on it and the hair goes out. One of those is Uh in the middle of the room. Oh, no. And it's like the lightning is crackling through it, and it's sparkling. And, like, he is in the corner of the room, like, not looking at it, furiously writing, and that hum is just everywhere.
1: Is it recognizable as somebody who has tangled with the void?
0: Yes. um, Yes, he has the look. He looks... um, T- like he looks tired and like there are papers strewn all about him as if he has just been furiously creating and like and has just just been con- and is like he he has like he this like this this look of someone that has th- that he has he has a look of burnout about him is the best way to describe it and like you mm-hmm. hear over the hum just muttering of like I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best. I don't, it doesn't matter that there wasn't a winner. I'm going to be the winner. I'm going to be the first ever winner of this contest. This concert. I, this is, this is, this is it. This is the winning entry right here. This is going to be, this is going to be the thing that makes me win because I am the best. And he like underlines it and he throws a piece of paper and he's just writing, just furiously writing and mumbling about like being the winner of a contest that no one won like a contest without a winner he just wants to be that spirit of competition seems to have been simultaneously the thing that drove him to creative satisfaction but it seems to be the thing that the void used to 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 pull him into being to having fallen
1: And slowly those papers
0: are swirling around this dark orb. And like, it is literal. Like you watch some of those papers get swallowed up by this orb and like burned into ash. Mm -hmm. This orb is literally consuming the art and the magic and the, the sounds of the, the festival.
1: Okay. So I just, um, I don't say anything right away. I think I like, don't even try to be seen like i think I, mm. I i was a little bit worried that something like this might happen so i think i even like slip in through the crack under the door or like something i don't even know if that's possible with my kind of ethereal speck of the wind type of i think
0: it i think it is i think you can make your way in
1: yeah and i and so i am just like observing him like a fly on the wall um, and I would love to, um, figure out like, which is, which is the source? Like, is it him or is it the orb?
0: Yeah, You're able you know to very I mean? quickly like, figure. Yeah. You're able to quickly figure out, um, you're able to suss it out. Like as you're looking, a lot of his notes seem to be, uh, like they, like you see poems And you see writings and then you see drawings of an orb and like schematics. And like you're able to pretty quickly piece together that what has happened is the void started speaking to him and he started listening about how he deserved to win because he was better. And the void taught him how to make this object that would consume art. And like you see that and you see notes about how like if no one else participates, you win by default. And so, like, he created this art destruction engine so that no one else could create.
1: Oh my goodness. He doesn't
0: really even seem to notice that you're there, or he kind of looks up and grunts at you and keeps writing as if, like, he is just, like, as long as the more that he writes, the more this orb feeds and the more powerful it becomes. So, destroying this orb will perhaps not free him, but will at least stop the the free at least free Tolan's verse. Okay. But how to but to find but uh, as to how to destroy the orb, well, it seems to be driven by him writing.
1: Okay. So I'm going to try to calm him down using my four winds ability, but I don't know if that will work with him already. I'm going to say, I'm going
0: to say make me a heart roll make me a heart roll to okay. use some magic to make that happen.
1: Yeah. Like if I'm gonna I can put it,
0: yeah, I'm going to put a disadvantage him. on this, but you can spend spirit on it. If okay. you like,
1: I have to spend the spirit to use the ability, um, but okay. I'll spend another one to try to make it work. I yeah. have a backup plan if it doesn't.
0: So you're going to roll four dice. I'm going to say three, three dice. Cause you're rolling with one disadvantage. I have because three.
1: I have three a- heart dice.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one disadvantage because okay. I think like he is touched by the void like I yeah. think it's gonna be hard to get through to him. But with that spirit, it's gonna put you back up to three dice.
1: Okay, all right, I got my dice. What's the difficulty?
0: Difficulty here is gonna be five.
1: Okay, all right, here we go. I rolled a three sixes.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like, there's is a moment like where a it's
1: super critical.
0: That's astoundingly good. Um, so there's a moment where, so th- that's actually this is the perfect moment for... of this. Please do. Cause I think what happens, this is the perfect, like closing note. Uh, I'm going to present you with like a choice. Um, there's a moment where it's just the two of you and he stops writing. And for a moment, like he breaks out of it and he's like, I just wanted to be celebrated. I wanted to stand out. I didn't, I didn't want to take everything from everybody. I just, I wanted to be noticed. And like, he says that. And like, now there's pieces swirling around you. There's like trophies and medals and all of these like ribbons are twirling around you. And it's, it's terrifying and it's big and it's loud and it's scary. And this orb is like sucking things in. And then you hear the voice again and you hear, don't let him off the hook. He caused this. Don't, don't. Don't, don't let him, don't let him give you puppy eyes and, and let, and let him go. He, he deserve he does, like, he has, he has to pay and you have to be the one to make him pay. Give him to the orb, give him to the weapon that he created. So the question is yours with, do you gain the point of shadow and, and, and push him to the device? Or do you spend a point of spirit and let him live?
1: Is that the end of the episode? Do I get to decide?
0: You get to decide. Yeah, you oh, absolutely okay. get to decide. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry that I made, the, yeah, you absolutely get to decide.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> Let's end it there. Um, no, I think I, um, I I definitely like reach out and grab him by the shoulders. Um, and like maybe with all the debris falling around, mm-hmm. it's like, um, hitting just one side. Like, if it's like swirling in a circular motion, it's like hitting just one side of her kind of like air, spirity, invisible, unseen servant, you know, like it's like one yeah. of those types of vibes. So it's like hitting just one side of her and blowing off the other. So it's like half, you can see like half of her form. Um, And so I grab him by the shoulders and uh, I lean like real close to him. And then I let him go and I'll spend the spirit to not throw him into the void. And
0: I think we see you pull him, pull him away from the orb and like the orb like consumes the house and all of the art. And in just like what, but like that moment where you pull him, that moment of connection listening to someone opening yourself up to someone like that was what it took to undo this right like he wanted to be noticed he wanted to be celebrated he wanted to be heard and you heard him so what ends up happening we see you pull him from the thing we see the house get destroyed all of the medals the art the the decoration the 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 achievement the accomplishments are gone and he's left and people are surrounding him and and we kind of see you stand in front of him and 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 like you go to speak and you go to ask him a question you turn around and he is gone and you don't know whether he fled out of malice or shame or both or neither but like in the same way that like you turned around that like phone turned around earlier and you were gone now he is gone Mm -hmm. and i think the closing visual is we hear is we see all different like fantasy vistas all different fantasy locations we see we see and we hear the music is with among the people of Tolan's verse or are you elsewhere when the music land when the music arrives
1: I think I think that I'm like right at what outside of the of Tolan's verse like sitting by it. myself in a tree
0: I love it. And I think that's where, and I think, um, the last thing that we see is, is a a gust of wind. Um, and, and maybe you wince a little bit because you've had bad experiences with like gusts of wind whispering, but suddenly you hear a voice and it's different and it's phone and they've come to sit with you and listen to the music together. And the two of you share this moment and that's a wrap and that's game.
1: Oh, that was so sweet.
0: That was good. That was great. I loved it.
1: I loved it too.
0: Oh, I I'm so tickled. This was, I'm, this was, delight. I'm so tickled.
1: I'm just smiling real big. I don't have a lot of words.
0: <laughs> me too. Oh God. Thank you so much for coming and playing this game with me. This was lovely.
1: Thank you. Everybody should get this game. It's so this good. This is good.
0: This was fun. I loved it. This was really special. <sighs> and Thank support you so much. this game. So, real quick, thank before you. I wrap up, where can people find you and your work online?
1: Um, you can just find me uh, most of like information about my things that I do. You can find through my Twitter at Smiley Rosie with four Y's at the end. Does that make oh, sense? Are you that makes could, perfect sense? Yeah, can you picture it in your head. Okay,
0: I picture it in my head.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Well, thank you so much. This was a blast. I had such a good time. Uh, and for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Pass Me. And thanks again to Rose for coming on the show. Whoa, what a wonderful story. What a beautiful, perfect, wonderful story we told. That was just that was my jam. I'm here for that. Be sure to head to Kickstarter and back. Good strong hands. It's a really cool game. It hits a note that I'm really really fond of. It tells some great stories. Find a link in the show notes. Head to the Kickstarter. Back the Kickstarter for good strong hands. And be sure to follow Rose on Twitter. at Miley Rosey with four Y's. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com/Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly/Party of One Discord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly/Party of One Merch. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice review on PodChaser, backing the show on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Jeff Stormer, or donating to us on Ko-fi at kofi.com/slash Jeff Stormer. Or alternately, if you're looking for more great podcasts, check out all my fantasy children, the other show that I produce every week on the One Shot Podcast Network, where every week my best friend Aaron Tanoesai and I take a listener submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming on the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And honestly, I think that's all we do here. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self love and self care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on everybody.